It's time for John Paul, the car doctor, on North Shore 1049. Call today with your car questions, comments, or concerns. 1-800-370-1049. That's 1-800-370-1049. John Paul, the car doctor. Well, good Saturday morning, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Car Doctor Program on North Shore 104.9. Well, we'll talk about it a little bit later, but I made the trip back from Florida, back to Massachusetts, so I'm back home, I guess, uh, is where I am. So we'll talk about we'll talk about the drive and uh, how my wife will never, ever do it again. Uh, <laughs> and... Yeah. And Biff is laughing in the background there, so yeah. <laughs> is that a laugh or a snicker? Well, that could be a combination of a laugh and a snicker. Yes, yeah. yeah. yeah so well. that's it. So if, if you're going to do the road trip, you're on your own from now uh, on. Pretty much, pretty much yeah. 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 So, yeah. Uh, well, anyway, we'll talk about that a little bit later. Also, the scan tool that we're going to give away, I hate to do it this way to make it complicated, but I kind of want to try if people email me and just say you know in the subject line um scan tool i guess scan tool sounds as good as any yeah, um keep, keep it and simple email, and email me yep. uh so jpaul at aaa northeast.com so jpaul at aaa northeast you got to spell it northeast.com and just uh, scan tool and put your name address phone number and well, I'll already have your email, won't I? Um, yes, you and all of those, yeah, all of those things. Um, and uh, we'll we'll just do a random drawing. Uh, so, and what's good about it is, if you're listening on the North Shore 1049 podcast or on my podcast, and maybe you're listening Tuesday or Wednesday or Thursday, you're one of those people. Um, you can still enter, and maybe maybe you can even you know even if you're listening from way far away, and I don't mean like you know Peabody. I mean, way far away, like California. Yeah, we got uh, the internets, right? Yeah, we got the internets. Right. Um, so what was that email I, address again, John? It was jpaul, yeah. J-P-A-U-L, yeah. at com. And you got to spell out Northeast. You got to spell out Northeast. Yeah, you can't, you can't, we we wanted to use A-A-A-N-E, but uh, nope, couldn't do it. Had to be Northeast. Okay, so. so what you want the listeners to do, just so we're clear, because I want to get, get on my email as soon as possible. Oh, wait a minute. Yeah. I, I can't do that, can I? No. But uh, anyway, uh, so for the, the scanning device, is you yeah. simply you send John an email, yeah. and email. in yeah. the subject, you write scanning device. Or, or scan tool. Or, or scan tool, sorry. Or, or contest or something. Something so I know it's not uh, somebody who has a question about tires or their right, 2019 right, right, Subaru right. or so you'll know the difference. their 2014 Honda Pilot. And that's those are the emails I've gotten this morning. So and that's J Paul at AAA. AAA AAA Northeast dot com. Yep. Dot com. There you yep. go. There All right. Go. Well that's interesting. Hey. I don't think we've tried yeah. it like this before. I don't think we did, so I thought we'd give it a shot. And uh, a little secret. Um and I think it may have been a mistake. They actually sent me two. So oh, we're wow. gonna try one okay. this way, then, All right. then we might try one the regular way. But I don't know if it was a mistake that they sent me two. Nice. Hmm. Okay. And, I and, and you know, well, we'll take care of it. We'll figure it out. Hey, but with us on the phone is the chief engineering officer for the Boston Duck Tours, Tony Cerulli. Tony, good morning, and uh, welcome to this little bit of nonsense this morning. 
Hello, hello. Thank you for hello. having me on. Yeah. Hey, um, you know, everybody knows the duck boats. You know, I think I think the duck boats are pretty iconic in Boston. You see them all over the place. Um, the history of the duck boats, though, um, were military vehicles, right? Uh, yeah, the original DUKW was built for military use for cargo uh, shipped ashore. And today, today they're, uh, you know, I thought the duck boats that you guys were using were were maybe from, uh, you know, the 40s and 50s and 60s. But they're a little, the ones you have are a little bit newer, right? Yes, we originally had uh, four World War II ducks, and through the years we bought more and eventually had uh, close to 20, I think. But somewhere in the 2000s, the uh, weight of the passenger on board increased, so we decided to move up to a larger vessel, which looks like a World War II duck, but it's really nothing in common with a World War II duck other than the very loose silhouette. So uh, the oldest one we have now is a 2006. The newest one is a 14. So we haven't had a World War II duck since 2014. And is it all because I put on weight? <laughs> yes, it's all your fault. <laughs> no, no. I mean, it's the regulations change. I mean, Americans and people in the world just get larger as time goes by. And yeah. uh, yeah, they had to readdress the weight capacity uh, of the vessels they're in, just like an airplane. You know, they have to yeah. check them every few years. And that's what happened. It used to be 140, then it was 160, now it's 185 on average per person. Oh, okay. All right. So, and uh, the duck boats, the duck boats are y unique because they actually drive on the land and, and more importantly, swim, I guess, right? <laughs> yes, they do. <laughs> now, is it, like, unique, is, it, uh, yeah, is it like a real duck where, you know, you look at a duck, a real duck, you know, the the kind that flies, and you see it in the water, and it's all calm and serene. But everything going on under the duck, there's a lot going on under there with its with its uh, uh, webbed feet. Is the same thing with the duck boat? Is it it looks pretty calm up on top, but there's a lot of stuff going on that you can't see. Yeah, the propeller is turning to move the duck forward or backward, and the wheels are actually turning at a very slow speed. Uh, they don't we don't separate the drivetrain in the water. So yeah, there's some mechanical action going on. Sure. Plus the steering of the rudder, that's that coincides with the road steering. They're linked together. And, uh, you know, these, like you said, you, yours are not, you know, 50 years old, but they're not new vehicles. What What's it like keeping keep maintaining them? And some, you know, some of these, i got to imagine, um, you know, I was talking to somebody this week that can't find an oil pump for a 2002 Audi A4 with a V6 in it. Are some of these... Um, parts, the kind of stuff you have to make yourself? Some things, yeah, like the uh, front brake rotors uh, and the brake caliper mounting plates. We have those made in a foundry somewhere in the Midwest. And um, you have to buy you know, a certain amount at a time to make it worth their while. The, uh, there's a rubber boot on the front axle and on the drive tubes. You have to have those made in a, a foundry somewhere else. And they have a minimum of 400 pounds of rubber for an order. And that's like, you know, 100 and 125 rubber boots which should last us a long 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 time but you know you, you do exhaust them once in a while so yeah. there are certain things like that that we have to have made just for the ducks and and what powers a duck what's what's under the hood ish whatever there is uh sort of like a hood we run a, a we run a 7.3 ford you know power stroke diesel uh, and an allison 542 transmission and that diesel engine has been has been remarkably 
um, a remarkably good engine. Is it been? Is it been a good engine in the ducks too? Oh yeah, they go a couple hundred thousand miles. I mean, they just go and go and go. We we may change you know one a year, one every you know two years. They hold up really well. The transmissions hold up probably four, five, six years. Uh, the drivetrain is very, very long lived, um, and you know the chassis parts. You know the chassis is from a uh, M35 truck, which everyone in the military calls a deuce and a half. Yeah, and they made that chassis from the 50s to the 80s, so the backlog of parts and military channels is huge. So that's not really a problem. It's some of the weirder stuff, like engine mounts. Those are for an F650 diesel truck. Those are getting really hard to find. Exhaust manifolds, valve covers, stuff like that. It's just you have to go on eBay and hunt around a lot. Now, do you do you have like a stockpile of odd parts or or even broken vehicles that you'll never you'll never get rid of, or you just strip them all down and try to try to keep as much of these extra parts around as you can? Uh, in the old days, we used to buy rotted out old ducks and strip out certain parts that we needed, and we'd just scrap the rest. Um, M35 trucks, I have not done that. Um, we don't have the space anymore. We just we have 28 ducks, so we just don't really have any extra room to put a truck on the side of the parking lot and rip it apart. So we tend to buy what we need as we need it. But uh, there are certain parts that you know we, we hang on to. And we, we have a, a parts room with a parts manager. We probably have... I think it's seventeen, eighteen thousand individual parts and half a million dollars inventory. So we try to keep that up just so we don't get stuck because we run seven days a week for our operating season. Now that's that's a good point. You, you I mean, these these almost run like taxi cab fleets. They, they don't they don't get a lot of rest in between, do they? Not during the operating season. Now, now June, July, and August especially, we are uh, that's our busiest part of the season. We're really busy. Yeah. And and when when the fall rolls around or winter rolls around, what's maintenance like? Uh, you know, are you guys kind of uh, you know almost like on a uh, uh, airplane schedule? You kind of take everything all apart and put it back together again, or uh, what? What what is what is a typical like winter maintenance of a duck? Uh, the winter overhaul, we call it, that is a stripping down of the duck from top to bottom, end to end. We go through everything, you know, every axle, every brake, every bearing, go through the engine, change all the fluids, check all the hoses, check the hull integrity, steering. We go through everything. And because we have 28 ducks and because we only have, you know, we, we close the end of November, so December, January, February, and then March is when we start our inspections. We try to start the winter overhauls as soon as the business slows down in September. So we'll take a duck offline for a week do what we can do to it, get it back on the road for the weekend. Next Monday, take another duck down. Just, you know, we have it down to a science. Um, but, yeah, there's a lot to do in the winter. How, ma how many mechanics do you have? Right now we have 13. Uh, we're actually down a couple of people. Um, so it's pretty much 11 functioning mechanics on a daily basis, and two of them are on call. They work from 6 a.m. to 4 p.m. So they'll do the morning inspections of the ducks, and if anything breaks in the road or whatever, they'll go out and fix it to the you know to the duck itself where it is. Yeah. So at night we only probably have five or six people on the shift. to two different shifts. Uh, the, the way you said that, you had you you know you had thirteen and eleven work, and I thought it was a lot like you know, you know Kevin does all the work and and uh, and you know I'm, I'm not really working so. <laughs> <laughs> no, that sounded weird, yeah. But we also have a parts manager, a fabricator, two detailers, and we have a safety uh, specialist. There's a lot of people. But for maintenance only, there's 13 actual people who do hands-on maintenance. Yeah. Um, you know, we, we were talking We were talking before we got started, uh, and we're, 
we're talking about the Celtics, and uh, Biff has his own views on the the playoff games. Uh, but if the Celtics win the playoff games, uh, they're going to be Celtics and Ducks. You think? If that's what the city wants to do, we'll be ready. I mean, it's not a, a guarantee, but it's you know ninety mm. percent. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and when you have you know whether it's. Uh, you know whether it's uh, you know the Red Sox or, or the the Patriots or um, on the Ducks. Do you do you do anything separate? Do you you know do you have uh, is it like a limo? Do you have uh, champagne with fancy glasses in it or anything? <laughs> I mean the parade prep basically you you clean them to a super high level, um, and then it's just the the rear seats you have to remove and flip over, and then we have a, uh, a plywood decking we put inside the duct to raise the players up about two and a half feet. And then there's netting goes around the side window area, so little kids that they bring with them don't, you know, reach out, yep. fall through, or whatever. So there's some safety stuff we do like that, but otherwise, mechanical prep, it's all the same. Just check them all, check the fluid, yep. check the leak, check the brakes. Yeah, just go through them like yep. you normally Good. do it. Yeah, and and it really is. I mean, it's no different than if somebody was planning a a, a summer vacation, they were going to do a road trip. Um, it's all about preventative maintenance to keep them on the road and make sure they're gonna they're gonna run the way they're supposed to, right? Absolutely, yeah. That, that's that's what we. That's really the bulk of our job. Preventative maintenance. You know, there's there's daily inspections, weekly inspections, monthly inspections, and the yearly. It's there's a lot to do, but you know, it keeps us busy. Yeah, and the, and the inspections are they based on what you guys think needs to be done, or is it based on what the Commonwealth of Massachusetts tells you you have to do, or is it a combination of both? Uh, it's mainly based on, you know, DOT checklist and experience. I mean, if we know key areas of the duck need to be touched on on a daily, weekly, monthly basis, that's what we do. So, yep. you know, the, the inspection used to be a monthly thing, and it was really cumbersome. So we broke it down to individual weeks. So week one, you'll do under the hood. Week two, you'll do front suspension. Week three, you'll do inside the hull driveline. Week four, you'll do the rear suspension. So in the course of the month, you've hit every area of the duck and just... Rinse, dry, and repeat, you know, for every duck, 28 times, every month. Knock them all out. So it's a lot. It's a lot to stay up on, but we get it done. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the um, you know when we, when we talk about this kind of preventative maintenance and stuff and the skill necessary to do it, you've been at, you've been at Boston Duck Tours for almost 30 years, right? Yeah, this is my 27 and a half uh, year, my 28th season, which is kind of fuzzy math. But, yeah, no, yeah. I've been there a long time. I, I came on board February 1995. And how did you how did you come on where did you where did you come from and how did you get there? You know, and whenever I tell people they always go, Oh <laughs> I work for a Nissan baking company in Medford on the bread trucks and Duck Tours was looking for a mechanic, there was an ad in the globe and I called and uh I my charming personality got me the job, I guess, and my incredible skill with bread trucks. Um you know, at the time the ducks used to use the two ninety two six cylinder and turbo four hundred. Yep. Um that was a World War II Ducks, and that's what I was working on at Nissan. So they said, oh, my God, this guy's a good fit, and you have to be a little off-the-wall work here, and I am. So that that was it. Solidified the deal. So I've been here ever since. Well, as somebody who grew up in Brockton, almost diagonally across the street from a Nissan's terminal, um, you know, and I remember seeing I remember seeing all the bread trucks, you know, as I was growing up. Uh, they were uh, they were running around, and there was, uh, uh, you know, there was always – there was always uh, you know, a few mechanics in there that were always keeping the bread trucks running. So, kind of, kind of the same idea, I suppose. And and the idea, the idea of, um, you know, you going there and what did you do when you know you went from, 
you went from uh, you know uh, a six-cylinder turbo 400 powered box truck to something that floats um and the floating parts um as important as the other parts of it what it, it must have been a little bit of a shock for you too right it sure was because i am not a boat guy i got seasick i didn't know how to swim until about 10 years ago i i am not a boat person so it was a a lot of learning uh but yep. luckily you know maintenance is maintenance whether you're packing a rudder or a prop or you're you know resealing a wheel bearing or doing a timing chain it's you know, it's all mechanical stuff. You have to learn it and learn the lingo. I mean, I learned what, you know, port and starboard meant right away and bow and stern. So, the <laughs> so when, you're, when you're behind the wheel, are you behind the wheel or behind the helm? <laughs> it depends if you're on the land or on the water, I suppose. <laughs> uh, and, and it, but it, it just—I mean, I just find—I just find the whole duck boat thing really fascinating about about how it, uh, you know, how, how, you know, first off, first off, I think it's every, you know, it's every fantasy since uh, the Amphicar, you know, a car that can go on the road and in the water, and you guys do it to, you know, Greyhound bus size. Um, just the idea that it, just the idea that it even works, I think, is pretty amazing. Yeah, the first time I drove a duck on the river, I remember thinking, I'm really going to do this. This is really going to float. This is really going to work. I mean, because you don't do it. It's unnatural. But when I did it, I was like, whew, that's exhilarating. So uh, our drivers do it, you know, five times a day on a good day and a billion times a year. I mean, yeah, it's a little unnerving at first, but the duck floats. It floats quite well, yeah. actually. <laughs> yeah. So, it's, you know, how uh, how how fast is a duck on the road and how slow is it in the water i guess uh our ducks we we call them there's, there's different kinds of amphibians different kinds of ducks we we run what we call truck ducks and the truck ducks will go about six miles per hour in the water flat out uh on the land they'll they'll go 55 but they don't like it we keep them down to 45 yeah uh world war ii ducks they're a little slower and they uh they don't really like to be over 45 the, the last world war ii duck we had i drove it to a storage facility in Billerica. Ugh, that was not a fun ride. The thing was screaming on the highway. I I was almost <laughs> deaf when I got there. But they don't like highway speeds. Yeah, and and in addition to you being a truck mechanic and a duck mechanic and and being the chief engineering officer at Boston Duck, uh, you're a car guy too, right? Yeah, that that really is key to any of this kind of stuff because the you know the duck itself. I mean, it's modified for tourism, so it's. It's kind of like taking a you know a forty nine Ford or something and putting a modern V eight in it and change the suspension, the brakes. I mean, just modernize it, and make it safer, more reliable, more fun to drive. It's kind of that. So, in the old days, we would tell people if you're a hot rod or you're a gearhead, this is this is your thing because you're modifying this vehicle on a larger you know uh, platform. Um, yeah. Nowadays, they're they're more like a school bus. I mean, the people who built the ducks originally, they tried to. Just keep them modern and keep them up to pace with a school bus. So they drive very much, sound very much like a school bus. So, uh, but no, yeah, being a gearhead, being a car guy, that definitely helps. I mean, a uh, new mechanic we just hired, he's really into Cummins six cylinder diesels. I mean, we don't run Cummins, but you know, it's big diesels and something yeah. like that. But uh, no, being a car person definitely helps because you read the magazines and you go on the internet sites and you watch all the stuff and you go to the track and you watch you know car shows and Barrett Jackson. I mean, you soak it all in and you really need to to want to take that technology and apply it to the ducks. I mean, there's so many times we've said, hey, I thought it was a hot rod. I think this will work well in the ducks. So we try something. It's just, that's the way it goes. 
So is it is it like WD forty? Have you tried like thirty nine things sometimes, and the fortieth one works? <laughs> uh, yes, there's been many things we've tried that have uh, that have not worked the first time, or we were close, but yeah, yep, some things take yep. a while, as you know. <laughs> yep. No, it's it sounds great. If people want more information about Boston Duck Tours, uh, uh, if they not so much the the technical side, but they want to they want to go for go for a spin in a Boston Duck, uh, um, is is that something is that something people make reservations online, or you just go up to the ticket booth, or how, how do you do that? You can do either or. It seems like about eighty five percent of people do it online now. It's just yep. www.bostonducktours.com. dot com. Yeah, I mean we we'd love to have everybody on that we can. I, Really appreciate everybody's you know, love and patronage of us all these years. I mean, it's it's nice. I mean, we started out with four ducks, and yep. then we carried thirty thousand people, and now we have twenty eight ducks, and we carry between five and six hundred thousand a year. It's just it's it's humbling. And 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 if I was uh, you know if I was looking at one of those old government auctions and I found a I found a duck, can I call you up and ask you, hey, where's where's this? How's this propeller turn? Do you get people to call up looking <laughs> you know, for advice? You can. I mean, people do call me. The the funny thing is, I've never had a stock World War II duck because all the ones we ever had were modified for tourism. So, yeah, yeah. You know, a lot of the original stuff, like the tire inflation system, I've never had to deal with that. Or, you know, I did deal with the original prop packing, the rudder steering. Yeah, yeah I know some of that stuff. But, uh, yeah, like axles, we never had the stock axles. You can't get parts of those anymore. So people call me. It's like, yeah, I need a gear set for a 43 duck. It's like, yeah, well, good luck. I don't know where they good. are. I mean, it's, yeah, if I can help you, I'll help you. People call yeah. me all the time. Yeah. There was a, an auction a few years ago. People, Seattle, they sold their fleet. So people text or call me all the time. Hey, what's this knob do? What's this button do? Where's the owner's manual? Like, owner's manual. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I, the, you know, I live, I live in a really small house and a really tiny yard. So there's no, there's not much chance of me buying a duck. Just so you know. <laughs> yeah, they don't fit in garages. You need a big, big area for those. Yeah. Yeah. Um, hey, Tony, I want to thank you for taking a little time out of your Saturday and joining us on the Car Doctor program. And, uh, and uh, you know, maybe maybe next time I'm in the city, I'll swing by the garage and say hello. I'd love to have you. I'll give you a guided tour. Thank you so much for having me on. And, again, anybody who's ever gone on a duck ride in your life or a school field trip, we really appreciate it. Thank you so much. All right, Tony, thank you, and have a great rest of the weekend. And, again, thank you for joining us on the Car Doctor program I'm on North Shore 104.9. Take care, and, and good luck, and, and stay dry. I guess that's the best thing to do. Why don't we take a break, pay some bills. My name's John Paul. This is the Car Doctor Program. If you would like to join us, 800-370-1049, 800-370-1049. We'll be right back. Tubbs grand opening celebration is going on now in Danvers at the Liberty Tree Mall. Their new Danvers showroom is the largest in New England and their warehouse is overflowing with hot tubs so you won't have to wait months to relax. Save thousands on in-stock hot tubs and get the only integrated saltwater system in the industry free with every saltwater ready hot tub. Plus special 60 month interest free financing is available. Mainly Tubbs now in Danvers at the Liberty Tree Mall next to Nordstrom Rack. Visit MainlyTubs.com and start relaxing today. AAA is with you at every moment in your life. 
we have 24-7 roadside assistance, which covers you in any car you're driving or riding in, even a rental or your friend's wheels. We have great member rates on home and auto insurance, savings on travel, hotels, and rental cars, and discounts on hundreds of your favorite brands. You're covered on and off the road. Learn more at AAA.com slash join. That's AAA.com slash join. Buying a used car can be frustrating. Where do you go? Who do you trust? And who has the best price? We understand your concerns and anxiety at Michel Mitsubishi and Danvers. We have used vehicles in stock, fully reconditioned with a warranty. We're a family-run dealership with 10 service bays. Dad, what does that mean? That means you can buy a used vehicle with confidence and we back it with a warranty. If you don't like the vehicle, bring it back within 30 days. We'll exchange it for another one of equal value. Everyone has their favorite breakfast spot. We want to be your favorite used car spot. We guarantee the best price, guarantee our vehicles are serviced, and we give you a warranty. We take care of our veterans, our local community, and we'll take care of you. My name's Kevin Michaud. I guarantee it. We are your feel-good dealer. Michaud Mitsubishi. Join me, Joe Piantadosi, this Sunday morning for Breaking Bread. That's 10 a.m. this Sunday morning, North Show 104.9. And welcome back to the Car Doctor program on North Shore 104.9. Again, uh, we're gonna run the we're gonna run the little scan tool contest for for maybe for maybe a week or so. So uh, we've already had a few people enter, and if you want to enter, uh, just send me an email at jpaul at aaanortheast.com and put your name and address in there. So if you win, I know where to send it uh, because I have to mail it. I have to mail this thing. This. And I and I have them, so it's uh, it's not like every once in a while we get somebody offers offers up a prize to give away, and I and I have to rely on them f- of mailing it out. But in this case, I have them. At least I hope I have them. But I have them, yeah. And uh, and it, it's uh, and I'll and I'll put it in the mail to you. So um, uh, and I'll probably do it the cheapest way I can, just so you know. Um, but uh, but I will put it in the mail. I'll, I'll get it out in the mail for you. Um, so it's a it's it's a it's it's a good little scan tool. It's a code reader. It is uh, you can do things like um, you can do things like uh, reset oil reminders with it. You can uh, look at uh, look at uh, readiness to see whether the ve- your vehicle's ready to be inspected. It'll actually tell you if all the monitors are set. It's a neat little scan tool. It's worth about one hundred and fifty bucks. So. Uh, certainly, certainly a good prize, and we're going to give it away. So, nice. if you would like to join us and talk about cars and car problems, uh, all you have to do is uh, give us a call at eight hundred three seventy one zero four nine. A couple of couple speaking of, of joining, sorry, John. Yep. Speak, speaking yep. of joining us, uh, Robert from Tingsboro has got a question for you this morning. All right. Yeah, I, I, uh, the, uh, I just got an email from somebody who said, uh, uh, my wife just got a pop up on her phone. That some Colgate toothpaste in your gas tank would help get better fuel economy. Biff, your your opinion on that? Wow, 
Colgate toothbrush. Bro- <laughs> okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're the car. You're the car expert. What do you think, John? <laughs> uh, that would be a no. I would that would say be a that no. would be a no. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's funny. I've heard. You know, especially since gas has gotten gotten so ridiculously expensive, um, you know, put acetone in your fuel tank, and that will improve your fuel economy. Um, a couple of devices that have come on the market that will improve your fuel economy, and um, one of them was, I think, one of the things was only about twenty bucks, and it said, you know, in the in the directions, it said uh, uh, after you install the device. Take very careful measurements of your fuel economy. Well, what happens is, you know, everybody kind of has an idea. I bet you do as well, Biff. You have an idea how many miles per gallon your vehicle gets, roughly. You probably don't look at it all right. the time, but yep. roughly. You have some idea, but all of a sure. sudden, if if it's your job over the next couple of tanks of gas to watch your fuel economy, you're probably driving very gingerly, you know, taking it easy. And all of a sudden, your fuel economy goes up. So you go, this thing had to work. And then once you get back into your old driving habits, it's like, oh, I guess it didn't work. And and that's been, that's been you know. And the same thing with adding a chemical to gasoline to get better fuel economy. You know, every gas station sort of busy now. But if I had a gas station, say Biff and I owned a gas station together. We'll call it, uh, I guess we could call it BJ's Gas, right? There you go. That would be what yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, and we said, you know, our gas is special, and you'll get 15% better gas mileage by buying our gas rather than buying the the Sunoco gas down the street. And it was because we added a little bit of acetone to the gasoline when you got a fill-up. And you came back, you said, I'd pay 20 cents more a gallon for this because I'm getting 20 more, you know, 10 more miles per gallon. It makes a whole lot of sense. And anybody would do that. But, of course, it doesn't really work. So most of these things save your money. They're not going to work. But let's talk to Robert in Tingsboro and see what Robert's got on his mind this morning. Robert, good morning. Good morning, John. Hope all is well in your world. It, it is. It is. I'm back in Massachusetts after uh, five and a half months in Florida where, oh, uh, wow. you know, yeah. So, yeah, uh, I, my question is uh, it's kind of safety related. Do you happen to have any stats? You know, through AAA on the number of accidents that occur because of red light, you know, running and stop sign running. Um, not specifically, but I will let you know that in residential areas, about ninety percent of the time, people don't stop completely for stop signs, and right. red light and red light running is. Um, is something that happens on a on a pretty regular basis. I've heard I've heard uh, you know pretty high numbers on that, and I'm sure somewhere we have we have some numbers. But you know it's a combination of you know red light and stop sign running, and you know what actually gets reported and what results in a crash. You know, so some people just you know uh, kind of in the uh, you know they'll they'll be like oh no cops no stops I don't have to stop if I don't see a cop so I'll just keep driving through. And that's uh, suggestion, I guess. Yeah, yeah. So um, you know, which is why, and I, I hate the idea, um, but that's why they have red light cameras. Um, you know, because you know, it, is it to generate income? Uh, maybe, 
But is it also to try to slow stuff down? I mean, our our opinion at work is um, you shouldn't, you know, no municipality should use a red light camera unless they can't figure out any other way. So if they try signage, they tr- try the way the light's set up, they try enforcement, and nothing seems to work, then put a red light camera in. Um, you know, most of the red light cameras, uh, you know, 70% of the money goes back to the camera manufacturer. So uh, when I was driving home, I was in Maryland, I think, and uh, I wasn't on 95. I was on a road that ran parallel to 95 for a while, and I think every third light had a red light camera at it. And... Uh, uh, you know, there's 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 plenty of them. So the, you know, the cell phone. You know, I mean, you've got so many people with it, or the on dash cameras. You know. Yeah, yeah. No, I, it's uh, uh, you know, I've even you know, I got to the point where I've never done a long drive like this. I've never done a sixteen hundred mile drive before, and uh, I put I put a dash cam in. Just because, in case something happened, I wanted to have a record of it. Because right. you know, say I'm say I'm going through a green light and somebody blows a red light or whatever the case is, I want some kind of record just in case. Even though it might be pretty obvious sounding, but you never know. It's you know, to have sure. to have that have that record's not such a bad idea. Yeah, yeah. I've done a couple. Of, I've done a thousand mile and a couple of six hundreds, uh, and usually they were alone. Because uh, like your wife, uh, my wife rather not drive with me. Not because of my driving, but she's just kind of a control freak, and she's not behind the wheel. She's a bad passenger. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, you know, it, it is it is one of those things that, you know, my wife said to me, you know, next time, why don't you drive it? I'll just fly down, and I'll be there in three hours, and you'll be there in three days. So, yeah, that's uh, about, yeah, that's about what yeah, I get to. Yeah, yeah, so... Uh, but uh, you know it is it is a long drive, and, and like uh, Tony from uh, Boston Duck Boats, you know even even my car, which is which is I guess now it's four years old. It's twenty eighteen. I still consider it new, um, but still I went around and you know checked all the fluids. I changed the oil before I left. Um, uh, you know, aired up the tires. I, I I kind of broke my own rule a little bit. I aired them up a little bit above the uh, recommended air 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 inflation because i was trying to max out is i was trying to get as good a fuel economy as i could and i think i did i think i gained a couple miles per gallon uh by running running the air pressure a little bit higher than i normally would uh but i gotta tell you once i got once i got home again uh i put it back to where it belonged because you know i was sacrificing some ride um yeah, you know you sure. put you know you know uh even though the tires can a maximum of 43 pounds um, you know, the typical tire pressure is more like 35, and I think I put 40 in. And that, that extra five pounds of air, uh, especially our New England roads, uh, you know, it's a little bit of a high ride. So, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. you probably gain another three to five pounds with the heat generated. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's fun. It's a funny thing about tires and tire pressure. When the tires are properly inflated or even overinflated, you don't gain that much extra air. But if you run a tire at say twenty five pounds and you drive a hundred miles uh, at highway speeds, when you check the tire, it's probably got forty five pounds of air in it. If you ran thirty five pounds and checked the tire after a hundred miles, it might have thirty six pounds of air in it. You know, when the air pressure is low, the molecules move around a lot more. They generate heat. The heat builds up the air pressure, and there you go. Yeah. Okay, John. Well, hey, Robert. Always a pleasure yeah. talking to you. Same here. Have a great day. All right. Take care. All right. Bye-bye.
If you'd like to join us, our phone number is 800-370-1049, 800-370-1049. Remember, our program is brought to you in part by AAA Northeast. Yes, my email, jpaul at AAA Northeast, if you want to enter to win a scan tool. Um, and it's probably contest rules that I'm supposed to. I don't have any contest rules. I don't, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not a big company. I, so just put your name, address, and phone number in an email and send it to me, and um, I guess I'll print out the emails and have my wife pick one out of a goldfish bowl and figure out who wins. So, uh, But we're going to do it. Uh, we're not going to do it today. We're not going to give it away today because we have, uh, you know, I'd like, to, I'd like to figure out. Biff, we kind of went over this last week. Next weekend is Father's Day? That is correct. Yep. That, that is, is correct. correct. Yep. So maybe we'll give it away for Father's Day weekend or something like that. Maybe that's how we'll choose the winner. So okay. people have a people right. have a week to email me. Uh, and including on Father's Day, I suppose, we can, or Father's Saturday or whatever it is, you can do that. So, all kinds of stuff, all kinds of stuff to do. And, uh, if you're, if you're in the Burlington area, by the way, uh, there is a, uh, Cops and Car Show in Burlington. Uh, we'll give you more information about that when we come back. Also, if you happen to be down in, uh, South County area, down in Wareham, uh, the Factory Five Show, I think, the open houses this weekend. And I think that runs for a couple hours. I think it runs till about 1 o'clock. We'll check on that during the break as well. So we have a few things to check on as far as car shows go. If you're involved in a car show, if you're, you, you know, you're involved with your local car show, car club, you have a show going on, give us a call at 800-370-1049. Always happy to talk about car shows. And, uh, if you're, uh, if you don't want to do that, you want to send me an email, um, announcing your car show uh you can do that you can send it to the same email jpaul at aaanortheast.com where i have been i am a, a, a little bit like tony he said he's what in his 27th and 27th year at boston duck boats and or in his 28th year or something like that i think i'm in my 37th year at AAA, or, or in my 38th year or some kind of fuzzy math involved but something like that so why don't we take a break my name's john paul this is the car doctor program call us at 800-370-1049 we'll be right back Five or ten years younger? You can. Co-owners and aesthetic nurse specialist Angela Fonzi and Christine Fiorentino and their team of pros at Bear Medical Aesthetics are ready to amp up your self-confidence with the latest skin rejuvenation treatments, including body contouring, Botox, fillers, laser treatments, and more. Performed in an immaculate state-of-the-art spa atmosphere. Be confident. Be fearless. Be Bear. BearMedics.com. B-A-R-E-M-E-D-X.com. Tune in every Saturday morning from 11 to 11.30 a.m. right here at the Lighthouse Wine Spirits Show. Discussing wine pairings, beer, bourbons, and a variety of other unexpected treats. That's Saturday mornings at 11 for Lighthouse Wine and Spirits. Right here on 104.9. 
raising your inner voice with Jay Fox. What is going on in your world? What is it that makes you tick? What What are the lessons that you're learning? Call in Sundays at 7. I don't know. When you talk about identity, it's like I'm, I'm, I, I knew who I thought I was, and I, I know I'm still the same person. But yeah. I'm just discovering more of myself through that. Raising your inner voice with Jay Foss on North Shore 104.9. Win free gas on North Shore 104.9 FM just by listening to your favorite local radio station. Each weekday, listen between 7 and 7 for the North Shore 104.9 FM free gas sounder. Fill her up. Be the ninth caller at 1-800-370-1049 and win a $100 free gas card from North Shore 104.9 FM. Just listen for the free gas sounder and be the ninth caller. Visit NorthShore1049.com for complete contest rules. Hi, everyone. I'm Mark Rosenthal with you on this Saturday. Here is your North Shore 1049 forecast surveying the North Shore, the Burramack Valley. Sun, some patchy clouds, warm, dry today. Hit the beach. Don't forget sunscreen. It'll be 75 to ED3. Mainly clear overnight, 55 to 60. Tomorrow, some early sun and clouds without during the day. Maybe some late day showers. It'll be in low and mid 70s. Monday, variable clouds, sun, breezy, cool, temps in low 70s. Forecast being brought to you by Seltzer and Goldstein Public. Public adjusters. If you've had water damage from broken pipes, wind damage, theft, or fire, let the professionals at Seltzer and Goldstein negotiate with the insurance companies to get you back on your feet. Online at Seltzer.com. For local door sure, 1049. I'm Mark Rosenthal. And welcome back to the Car Doctor program on North Shore 104.9. Uh, again, if you want to enter to win the scan tool, and we have uh, we have uh, some entries, which is which is nice, uh, uh, and everybody has a fair shot because we're gonna we're gonna do this. as I'm not even gonna look. I'm not I'm not even gonna be in charge of picking the winner. I'm gonna make my wife in charge of that. So, um, uh, my, I guess the only qualification I should say is um, you need to be listening in the United in the in the 48 continental states. Does that seem fair? See, seems reason, reasonable to me. Yeah. Yeah. Only because okay. I don't think I, I don't think I could afford to send this thing if you're internationally. You're, yeah, if you're listening in Singapore or China or someplace, Ireland, um, you know, as it as it is, you know, I'm going to have to you know mail it out as it is so right so uh, I, yeah i don't think so. we have an international department yet but we're working on it certainly working uh, towards I, it you know I, I i do have somebody who occasionally listens from china sure yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. and 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 it is kind of interesting that many of the people who have entered today all seem to be listening online which is good too because excellent uh, yeah but let's talk to tom and weymouth sure John, welcome back to the cloudy state here. I, I know, I know. It's not, it's not, it's not the sunshine state. It, uh, although we had, I think we had sunshine two days ago. Um, but yeah, yeah, we yeah, did. Yeah, um, and 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 it's the cloudy state, and it seems like the humid state. The humidity seems pretty high. Yes, it has yeah. been. I think increasing over the years. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Either, either that, or the older I get, it bothers me more. Well, there's, there's that. There's that. You know, it's... <laughs> yes. Hey, John, 
On the news, I, I saw something where Biden is, is putting together lots of billions of dollars to start producing more ethanol from corn crops. I mean, what's the situation with that? How much of this corn can we use in our cars? And, you know, is it good? Is it, you know, in, in a regular car? Well, in, in newer cars, you you can use you know, ethanol up to 15%, that's not a problem. In older cars, anything over 10% is is an issue. Um, the other thing is, in older cars and some newer cars, ethanol, when it's mixed with gasoline like that, um, doesn't have the same energy content, so you actually get a little bit less fuel economy. And, you know, back in, you know, I want to say it was back in the, maybe 40s or something there was some talk about ethanol for um for use of um replacement of gasoline and back then the thought was it wasn't a good idea because corn is such an important crop we don't want to make fuel out of it we want to make food out of it so ethanol i think if we spent money to develop ethanol but we did it out of um uh, switchgrass, which is like a weed. If we uh, if we did it out of garbage, um, you know, you you if you ever been by a, an old landfill and they have you know they have uh, you know gas burning off of it uh, because of the methane, you know, all of that can be used for energy. Um, to do it with corn, to me, um, doesn't sound like a great idea. And I know um, this year. I may have done the dumbest thing I've ever done in my life and bought a small boat. And um, and I got an email from uh, Mercury Marine that said, don't put more, don't, you know, ideally don't put gasoline with ethanol in it at all. But, you know, our engines will run fine up to 10% ethanol. Don't put 15% ethanol in it. It's not a good idea and your, your engine's not going to like it. So, um, so for, for, you know, whether it's power equipment or other things, they don't, they don't like higher numbers of ethanol like that. Um, the other thing is ethanol tends to attract moisture and, uh, it needs to be handled differently and it needs to, you know, it needs to, you know, be delivered differently. It needs to be stored differently. So, you know, if we went to a hundred percent, you know, you can, you can get, you know, right now the gasoline at the pump is typically E10, so 10% ethanol, 90% gasoline. Uh, the the next one is E15, which is the push to do E15, and then there's also E85, which is 85% ethanol and 15% gasoline. And if your engine's designed to run on that, um, you actually get more. You actually get a little bit better performance out of it because ethanol, in that case, when it's tuned properly, you can get little bit more power out of it but you know my personal opinion is um you know adding adding five percent more ethanol and taking five percent less gasoline away isn't a better idea i would rather see us um see us you know refine yeah. more gasoline to yeah. me i mean yeah yeah i, I mean, agree it's like taking yeah. from one thing to the other i mean we need the food right we've got charges right now right. we're going to make fuel yeah. out of it Ye years ago and it was probably i don't know how many years ago now 10 or 15 years ago um like everything i do i went on a, i you know when i go on vacation i go i try to do these fairly reasonably priced vacations so um so we went to mexico and we stayed in a we stayed in a place that was uh it was a, a town called Puerto morales so it was kind of like 
not quite the not quite the uh, the fancy area, but you know, outside of Cancun, so you didn't have all the Cancun stuff going on. And it was a nice little nice little place. And it was the hotel had a um, uh, a convention going on, and so there was all these signs up, and it was uh, it was basically a corn growers convention. So I'm I'm walking through the hotel lobby one day, and I'm staring at one of those big pop up signs, and it had all kinds of stuff written on it about. You know, corn and agriculture, and you know, and it was all in Spanish. So I didn't, you know, I don't, I only know how to order beer and ask where the bathroom is in Spanish. That's about mm -hmm. all I can do. And um, a guy was standing next to me, and um, I, I asked him if he spoke English, and I asked him, and he did. And I asked him if he could translate a little bit of the sign for me. I said, Well, I know this looks like you know you're trying to you know preserve your crops by you know certain kinds of insecticide but to be healthy and stuff and i said i don't see anything on here about using corn for fuel and he goes we would never use corn for fuel because um uh, corn is such an important part of the mexican culture that you know right. everything we cook is made out of corn so he said we would never sacrifice corn to make fuel he said we would rather pay higher prices for gasoline than than uh than you know sacrifice food and that always stuck with me and, and you know even to this day where they talk about adding more ethanol to gasoline um you know I, i'm mm -hmm. i'm it to me just doesn't sound like a good idea but that's just no my it, it doesn't yeah we're not getting too many good ideas out of this white house in my opinion <laughs> well we'll keep we'll, we'll keep the political stuff to another show, <laughs> i know so, <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right John. okay take care tom bye-bye yeah, thank you all right bye-bye this is the Car Doctor program. You're listening on North Shore 1049. If you would like to join us and talk about, uh, I don't know, ethanol or timing belts or whatever's on your mind, give us a call at 800-370-1049. 800-370-1049. We'll be right back. on the Rosenthal with you on this Saturday. Here's your latest beach and boating forecast being brought to you by Arbishan Hardware. For the Mariners today, west winds 5 to 10 knots turning south this afternoon. We have a high tide coming up this morning in Gloucester Harbor at 9.01. We're talking about seas 1 to 2 feet, visibilities over 5 miles, water temps in the 50s, weather at the beach, sunshine in the 70s, a tanning factor of 10. Please use sunscreen. That's my beach and boating forecast. I'm Mark Rosenthal. Don't let your deck get wrecked. Available at your local Obishon Hardware, Benjamin Moore Arbor Coat Waterborne Stain provides superior UV protection. It resists blistering, peeling, stains, and scuffs, and is mildew resistant. If your deck needs some TLC prior to applying a new coat of stain, try Benjamin Moore's line of deck care products to restore your deck's natural beauty. Get your outdoor staining projects done now, and you'll be able to sit back, relax, and enjoy the fruits of your labor all summer long. Obishon Hardware will fix you right up. 
The warm weather is here at the season to entertain. Since 1995, Massachusetts and New Hampshire's most discerning homeowners have relied on the maids for weekly, every other week, and monthly schedules. Plus real estate cleans, second homes, and seasonal cleaning needs. Right now, we have a limited amount of openings. Call today to schedule our trusted professionals in the yellow cars. 978-276-1276 or visit themaidsma.com. We are The Maids, New England's premier cleaning service and employee-owned company. Find us at themaidsma.com. TheMaidsMA.com A Broadway smash hit. You say the neon lights are bright on Broadway. On the songs that made rock and roll great. The jukebox comes to life in Smokey Joe's Cafe at Bill Haney's North Shore Music Theater. Jailhouse Rock, On Broadway, Stand By Me, Hound Dog, and many more hits from the songwriting legends Lieber and Stoller will have you shimmying all night. You can look, but you better not touch. Boys and I, hey, at Smokey Joe's Cafe only at North Shore Music Theater from June 7th through June 19th. For tickets, log on to nsmt.org. Sponsored by Iron Resource. everybody always picking on me? AAA is with you at every moment in your life. We have 24-7 roadside assistance, which covers you in any car you're driving or riding in, even a rental or your friend's wheels. We have great member rates on home and auto insurance, savings on travel, hotels, and rental cars, and discounts on hundreds of your favorite brands. You're covered on and off the road. Learn more at AAA.com slash join. That's AAA.com slash join. Welcome back to the Car Doctor Program on North Shore 1049. Uh, just a reminder, if you want to enter the window scan tool, you just need an email address and email me at jpaul at aaanortheast.com. Put down your name, address, phone number, and I don't know why, but put down your phone number, I suppose. just can't hurt. Uh, and uh, you have a chance to win a scan tool. and we'll, Maybe we'll give it away next Saturday or at the end of the show on Saturday, something like that. And if you want to read the Car Doctor question and answer column, you can always find it in the Boston Globe online. Uh, go to the Boston Globe online, go to the cars section, and uh, it mysteriously takes you to Boston.com, which it isn't listed on Boston.com, but it is listed in BostonGlobe.com. So you can find it there. Providence Journal online. Um in print at, at the Providence Journal on Sunday. In print on the Quincy Sun. If you're in the Quincy area, pick up the Quincy Sun. And once a month or so, Bob puts it in there. And, of course, Newsday in New York. Every Friday, Newsday in New York and Newsday Online. And on Sundays, the Saratogian up in New York, the Troy Record, and the Oneida something news, I think it is. You can read you can read the Car Doctor Q&A there. Uh, but right now, let's talk to our buddy Rick from West Palm Beach, Florida. Rick. What's up? JP, JP, good morning. Good morning. Yeah, back in West Palm, out in New York. No comment yeah. on that one. <laughs> but I have a, I got a small, a, a, a small trivia. I was telling my wife, I said, to go eight miles in New York, it takes 50 minutes. 
To go 50 miles in Florida, it takes an easy 50 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, I, you know, I, I drove home from, uh, from, uh, the west coast of Florida on Sunday. And, uh, even though I was, uh, even though we were in kind of the tail end of that storm, um, pretty easy ride until I got to, uh, about five miles away from the George Washington Bridge and it didn't get so easy anymore. So, yeah, no, it, I mean, I, no. yeah. Yeah, even even in Boston, even in Boston, there's there's a sign that they post every once in a while that says it takes an hour to get from Boston to Boston. So same thing, <laughs> same thing in New York. And you know, people that I know who live in New York tell me that there's no rush hour anymore. The traffic's just busy all the time in New York. No, post uh, post or current pandemic, and uh, no, the the traffic is uh, it's it's nonstop. It's nonstop. Yeah. And and locals are, you know, the local ways are even worse. But, hey, that's why I'm not there anymore, one of the reasons. But regardless, one of my pet peeves is going to be for a while, so I'm going to pick your brain all the time. I asked Go ahead. you probably a couple of months ago, where are we going with electric? And the way things are going, we're going, we're going, we're going. And I liked your uh, advice. You know, because uh, you had said, well, if you're interested, lease rather than buy, because right. you felt in another couple of years, the, uh, you know, the engineering is going to be much more improved. Are you still yeah. sticking to those guns? I'm, I'm still, I'm still sticking to that because I'm seeing, I'm seeing cars now. I mean, you look at, you know, with the exception of Tesla, you still look at some cars that, you know, uh, you know, even something like the, the Chevy Bolt, you know, every time they come up with a new Bolt, it, uh, it gets it gets better better range so um you know it just it it makes sense right now i think if you're gonna if you're gonna do it um i think it makes sense it makes sense to go lease one and i'm not a i'm not a leasing person i don't i don't generally believe in in leasing because maybe i'm just old-fashioned about it but i think uh leasing doesn't you know leasing an electric car i think my fear would be i i just bought a car Maybe like a Ford Mustang, and it gets 220 miles per charge, and all of a sudden, yeah. oh, you know, charge. in two years or three years, um, you know, I think there's advantages. And it's funny, on my ride home, I saw lots of Teslas, and I even saw a Nicola, I think it's pronounced Nicola. Um, it's a battery electric tractor trailer, and it had uh, Road One was on the side of it, and uh, it's uh, they're they're starting they're starting to sell them, and uh, it's uh, you know who knows how long it takes to charge this thing up, but uh, but it looks like it looks like a pretty pretty interesting truck, and it was it was you know comfortably cruising cruising down the road, so uh, and it was a, a regular full tractor trailer, you know, pulling you know pulling uh, you know pulling a, uh, a big trailer and i assume it was a, a a full battery electric i mean there are some there's are some of these that are uh um uh you know hydrogen powered and it's interesting we and the music means we're running out of time but if uh, a good reason to buy one of these battery electric trucks and you said new york new york's got a hundred and eighty five thousand dollar rebate that's available if you buy an electric tractor trailer so uh pretty interesting stuff hey rick we gotta go always a pleasure talking to you enjoy the Thank florida you, sunshine and uh we'll talk to you again soon all right have a good one all right
Okay, thanks for everybody. Thanks to Tony Sorelli for calling in and talking about Boston Ducks and the duck boats and, and how they all get put together. Next week, we're going to be talking to our buddy Ted Ryan. He's the Ford historian. Ford is opening up their vault, and you'll be able to get all kinds of old, cool Ford, you know, download pictures and graphics and all kinds of stuff. And he's going to tell us about that next week. Until next week, make sure you wear your seatbelt, drive safely, be good to your car, and if you see an emergency vehicle by the side of the road, slow down or move over. It saves lives. <laughs>